We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. A plot to import a record shipment of more than three tonnes of cocaine into Australia by sea has been smashed by a secret two-year investigation and sting by New South Wales police using a snap of seized drug shipments. The International Drug Cartel had the mammoth haul of high-grade cocaine earmarked for the Sydney market and other parts of Australia. The Daily Telegraph understands that hundreds of kilos of cocaine was thrown overboard into the Pacific Ocean when a fast boat belonging to the cartel realised they were being tracked by a US Navy vessel off the South American coast. The US Navy had been enlisted to help by the US Drug Enforcement Agency, which had been working with both the New South Wales Police and the New South Wales Crime Commission on the investigation. The Navy boarded the vessel where they seized about 870 kilos of Colombian cocaine in October last year. In April this year, another fast boat was in intercepted by the US Coast Guard, who'd been tipped off by New South Wales cops and the Crime Commission, leading to the seizure of more than 900 kilos of cocaine. The DEA and the New South Wales Police then executed their own sting on the cartel by creating a complete replica of the shipments. If you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription to The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. A bikini model caught in a dogfight with her neighbours over her exotic pet collection in Sydney's northwest has won a court battle to keep her menagerie of 54 pets. But she says she's been dragged through hell and back by council. Ermington resident Hayley Bramhall has been caught in a row with residents for the past three years over her collection of 22 rabbits, nine dogs, 17 birds, two ferrets, two cats and two guinea pigs, which is sold and bred as part of her breeding business. Outraged residents have been complaining to the local council for the past three years about her and her mother amid concerns the animals keep them awake at night and have attracted vermin to the neighbourhood. But the model has defended her right to keep the pets, describing them as her children and life and insisting her residential zoo is well kept. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. One of the state's most notorious murderers and suspected serial killers is trying to do a deal to get out of jail by showing homicide detectives where he buried one of his victims. Suffering from emphysema and liver disease, Daryl Suckling has been secretly taken under heavy security from his maximum security cell at Long Bay Jail down to the desolate Sandhills just outside Mildura where he killed Jodie Larcom, 21, in 1987. The 84-year-old career criminal who has until now denied killing Jodie has engaged a solicitor and is hoping to get parole in return for the body and see out his days in a cushy nursing home. That's according to the Daily Telegraph. Homicide detectives are today coordinating a fresh search with SES crews and other searches of the area. 
where Suckling was working as a caretaker when he abducted Jody from Melbourne, drugged, raped and killed her. New South Wales has always ruled out no body, no parole laws and Jody's furious father, Ken Larkham, yesterday said he wanted Suckling to die in jail. And the mothers of tomorrow's rugby league superstars are 100% behind the NRL's crackdown on high tackles. Australian Rugby League Commission Chairman Peter Valandes has been criticised for the tough stance he's taken on high shots, with players themselves reportedly calling for his head. But at the grassroots level, mothers are united in their support of the crackdown. Latrobe University neuroscientist Professor Alan Pierce said the impact of head knocks is profound when repeated on a brain that is still developing until a person is in their early 20s. That is your headlines from The Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au. And we'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.